Delta, Delta, Delta. What a week. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Ivy Beckenholt, Communications Director of Progress Iowa. Welcome to What a Week with hot takes about the week's news and shout outs for people doing good in the world. Um, we will talk about the Olympics, the field of dreams, uh, Joe Biden telling Kim Reynolds to get out of the way. But we're going to start with what is making news in Iowa this week. And we start with the Delta variant and Iowa counties. There are, and Iowa um, is just a hotbed of, of transmission with 90 Iowa counties at high or substantial levels of, of COVID transmission, according to the CDC. Ivy, how are you feeling about uh, the level of COVID in our state and in our community? Um, obviously not good. Uh, I think it's, it almost felt uh, odd because we were just in this uh, state of mind that everything's getting better. We can, we didn't have to wear a mask for a long time. And now it just feels like we're back, you know, to last year, last November and hospitalizations are going up and obviously COVID levels are going up. So it's really unfortunate. And it's even more unfortunate because school's going to come back soon and the Iowa State Fair is soon. And so I just see this getting quite worse. Yeah, we are like hitting this at the worst possible time. I mean, and the legislature and governor have like taken away our ability to do anything about it, really. Like even if school right. districts want to impose mask mandates, they legally can't. Um. And even though CDC is recommending masks, like I was literally in Hy-Vee two days ago getting lunch and I was one of maybe two people wearing a mask in the down, in right. downtown Des Moines Hy-Vee. Um, so no one was wearing masks, but encouraging, not encouraging actually, the salad bar was open. So there is that. Um, so we're all just sharing everything in the world, whether you're breathing on each other or touching the same things on the salad bar. So good luck to Iowa. Um, we are, I don't know what the hell we're doing. Um, so I, yeah, I, I just fear the worst when, like you said, when the state fair starts and or as the state fair is starting and, and, um, and then when schools come back, like it's going to be a, it's going to be a nightmare. Yeah. I saw that parents were trying to get the board of education to get a school yeah. mask mandate, but they can't, I guess they can't really do anything right now because of the governor. So it's really yeah, unfortunate. No, they're, they're, everyone's hands are tied because of the law they passed. It's, it's, mm. it's, they, they, they took away that, that, that tool, um, for fighting the, the pandemic. Um, exactly. so I, I don't, I, and parents are hope are probably going to continue to plead for those kinds of things. Um, as they see their kids coming back. I mean, of course, there are people who are going to say that we, they don't want them either. But um, right. but, but they're going to be, especially as, if, if case numbers continue to, to go up um, and we see kids getting sick, parents are going to freak out, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. For sure. And it's going to be a lot worse this year with Delta. But uh, more on Governor Reynolds' news. Uh, crazy things that she's up to. Mm -hmm. She joined 11 other governors asking the Supreme Court to reconsider Roe versus Wade, which obviously protects the right to abortion. I mean, this is just another step with all of the other legislation that the state has tried to pass. 
and has passed to try to really take away our reproductive rights. It's just really disheartening. What was your take on this one? Yeah, this is a, I mean, I feel like we haven't revisited this theme in a while, but it's um, incredibly disappointing, but not surprising, right? Like, right. Um, like we, we've said that a lot about her. And um, just when you think she's done all she can to take away people's rights in this state, she finds another avenue to advocate for um, rights to be taken away. And, and so um, this is a long-term plan from the right wing and from the governor to, um, to do this, take our right to uh, legal abortion. And um, it's just really unfortunate. And if she, and, and pretty disturbing if, she, and if she, and we've definitely talked about this on past episodes, but if she wanted to decrease the number of abortions, she would put policies in place back in place, like um, uh, uh, funding for, um, uh, for programs that, that provide birth control and uh, mm-hmm. sex education and all of those things, like actual, like like really good reproductive health care. Because um, when we took away those uh, uh, programs, we saw the numbers of abortion go up. And that's what's going to, the numbers of abortion are not going to go down if Roe versus Ro Wade is overturned or if in no. Iowa it's it like access is all but cut off. Like all it's going to do is make it illegal and incredibly unsafe um, mm-hmm. for women, and that's yeah. it's just it's just it will be a, a complete tragedy. Exactly, and it's just very worrisome with the Mississippi case coming up in the Supreme mm-hmm. Court. It just feels like it's all coming to a head, and obviously with Governor Reynolds, those rights aren't going to be protected here in Iowa if the case is overturned. Basically. So, no. Once they once they leave it up to the states, they're gonna do. They are going to do every single thing they can to um, to to strip it away. So, mm-hmm. well, more uh, Reynolds <laughs> news. Kind of moving a little bit to national. So, uh, Biden called out irresponsible governors this week, telling those who don't allow for mask mandates to quote get out of the way of the people who are trying to do the right thing, end quote. So obviously I felt like this was, you know, a hint to Reynolds who has signed the bill banning schools for mask mandates. Uh, What was your take on this one? Yeah, it's not even a hint. It's like a direct, (laughs) what the hell are you doing, right? Like it's, I mean, this is basically Governor Reynolds and, and these other Republican governors that are doing this, they're basically taking the side of the disease in this. I mean- like I, they, it's not just that they're not doing, they're not being helpful, like, or they're like standing on the sidelines. They are actively preventing local governments, businesses, individuals from making the healthiest decisions they can. And like that, they're intruding on, on, on people's ability to, to fight COVID. And so, yeah, she needs to get the heck out of the way. I agree. Uh, yeah, that was my favorite <laughs> Biden quote so far, I think. Yeah. Well, at least pretty, recently. That was a good pretty one. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more national news. So 56 years ago, the Voting Rights Act was signed into law, and it just remains under attack. Um, we know that a few years ago under the Supreme Court, it was pretty much gutted. So we really need it to come back. We need to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just a really important day. Did you have any thoughts on this day? Yeah, it's just, I think a couple things like one is that 
we need federal government to we need federal legislation to help protect rights that are being taken away here in Iowa. I mean, right? Like that's one thing that can help in some ways. Um, yeah. I think the bigger, my, my bigger thought, just thinking about today and this, this landmark legislation that passed 56 years ago or that was enacted 56 years ago, um, these fights are never over. We have this long and complicated and problematic history with in our country with who gets to vote and who doesn't. And just because a fight has been a battle for civil rights or for equality has been won in the short term, at least legally, if not culturally or, you know, other, uh, you know, like it doesn't mean that it's over. And there's always going to be someone who's interested in taking away someone's right to vote, someone's right to health care, someone's right to abortion, someone's right to marry the person that they love. And, um, uh, right to organize as a worker, so on and so forth. Like these fights are never, ever over. And I think that's the, to me, that's, that was a, that was a thought I had today. And for our work, it's just so important that people stay as involved as they can. And, you know, you got to take your time to, to take a breath and, and recuperate too. But like, there's always someone trying to planning and plotting to, to because it's in their interest to have fewer people vote, you know? Yeah. When you say someone, I'm just thinking, huh, who could that be? Yeah. Yeah. It's, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, in our state, it's the governor, right? Like, in right. The, and the, and the definitely had someone in mind. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, last up, we're going to talk a little bit about the eviction moratorium. So there's some good news that, on that. Uh, evictions are going to be put on pause for most Americans uh, in areas where there are high or substantial rates of COVID transmission. And in Iowa, that is 90 out of 99 counties. So it covers a lot of islands. So this is really a step in the right direction, I thought. And it was really nice to see people like Cori Bush really stand up for Americans, uh, making sure that People aren't going homeless. And I think that was really important, too, especially in Iowa, because Governor Reynolds wasn't really handing out the aid anyway. No. And that's another way she just has not been doing any, like, really been preventing people from getting help, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I I liked, or I didn't like, but I, I thought it was almost comical, Chuck Grassley's take on this. I don't know if you saw um, his take on it it was like he he doesn't think it's necessarily legal to do for for them to do this to you know to ban these evictions moving forward but he's not going to cause a fuss about it he's not going to like you know step in which clearly i mean they're using they're using some legal justification i'm not a lawyer so i don't know i mean i don't know all the ins and outs of it but they're using some legal justification for this right but um but but obviously, if they if Chuck Grassley or Ashley Hinson or Kim Reynolds thought it was in their interest to fight this legally, they would. And right. but but like they know how politically awful it would be to say no, kick people out of their house. Like and and so at least they're not going to do that. So congratulations to Chuck Grassley for having that. You know, comically sort of good. <laughs> barely acceptable take right 
It's like, why even make the tweets? Why even talk about it? Right. Yeah. Just leave it alone. But yeah. I think he needed to, like, I feel like he, he felt like he needed to check that box for some of the base, his base, you know, uh, to be like, yes. well, don't you think? Like, I, like, oh, well, I don't really agree with this, but, like, I'm not going to, you know, I can't do anything about it. At this point, I don't really understand anything of what Grassley says anyway, so. That's fair, too. <laughs> yeah, that's fair, too. Uh, well, next up, we're going to talk about our, the hot takes, so our opinions of things of the week. First off, let's just go over the Olympics. What were your thoughts? Do you have a favorite event? Go for it. Um, Olympics. My favorite thing were was the I think it was the high jump. There were two oh. high jumpers that um, I'm gonna I, I can't remember the countries now. Um, they tied right, and then they agreed to share yeah. the gold, and they both were just so excited. They could have jumped again to like do a tie break. I think. Right. Um, is my understanding of it, but they decided to share the gold, and that was like that was so awesome. Um, that was and cool. and then my other good and bad was Simone Biles. Like I thought that was great that right. she felt was confident enough or like felt empowered enough to like step away for meant like because she you know wasn't feeling a hundred. Um, and and I thought that the response from is it the Olympic committee or the, you know, the, the, like that they, they didn't, there was no like official penalty, like no one penalized her for that or she was fully supported, I think in the official sense. And of course there was the terrible, like there was terrible blowback, which is awful. We we can talk about that. But like, I think, you know, probably most importantly was that officially the position was that she had the right to do this, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So I thought that was, in that sense, that was good. Yeah. What was your favorite? What really was your great. favorite? Uh, favorite probably seen. Well, okay, let's go for the two. So first off, Sky Brown. She was the Great Britain. She's a skateboarder, and she's only thirteen, and she got a bronze medal. So that was really cool to watch, because um, it's really cool oh, to yeah. see how young people are and they can do all this stuff. Because I can't even get on a skateboard, so that was very cool. But then, yeah, obviously my other one, I love Simone Biles. So just seeing that she, like, her teammates really stepped up for her. And there was a lot of support for her, even though there was a lot of negativity. I thought there was a lot of good support for her, too. So that was great that she was able to say that she couldn't do it. Because I remember, like, I think it was back in, like, 96 or something when one of the gymnasts, like, had a, like, hurt ankle or something. And they had to Yeah, Carrie Strug. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like watching that back now, it's kind of crazy that she had to do that. So, yeah, but I remember that being such a big deal and everyone was excited about it. And I was like, oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Like we won the, what I think, I, I think we won the gold um, for that. But like, but I remember it being a big deal. But yeah, now look, like I think it's one of those things as you learn more over time, it's like, well, yeah, Carrie Strug should not have been, you know, jumping off of doing triple backflip whatever the heck she was doing and landing on a busted leg or what i don't even remember what her injury was but like that Mm -hmm. should not have happened probably i mean yeah um crazy to look back on yeah i saw some of that stuff on twitter and i was just that was really interesting to look at it from a different point of view for sure yeah Uh, well yeah Next up, kind of sports related to field of dreams the tickets i did not get the tickets did you get an email about that I got an email. I was not selected to 
have the opportunity uh, to buy tickets. So, and I, I think yeah. probably would have gone, probably would have figured out a way to make it work, but definitely signed right. up to have the option and nope, did not get the tickets. I'm bummed out. Yeah. I'll definitely be watching. That, that is one right. of my favorite sports movies ever. Um, <laughs> um, wait, have, we talked about, have, have you seen this now? Like, yeah, I saw it for the first time like a few months ago. That's right. Okay. Okay. I thought that was the case. Um, yeah, it's it's corny as hell, but like it's so good. Right. And I like that so you say good. corny with all the corn they have in it. It is. Yeah, it's a double yes. double pun sort of <sighs> thing there. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. So it, it's a good movie, and I, and I think it'll be fun to see. I'm sure that when they run the broadcast of the game, like they will have clips of the movie, and you know, be showing mm-hmm. all sorts of fun uh, fun things around that around that farm and. Showing the you know the the field that is still there from from the field of dreams, so it'll yeah. be cool. It'll be very that's cool. exciting. Yeah, definitely yeah, a bummer not to get those. But whoever got those, uh, wow, oh, I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, I bet. I wonder if there's going to be like you know normally when a game sells out or an event sells out, like the you can get tickets on StubHub or something like that. Like I wonder if there'll be that kind of secondary market for this, or like if the people who get it are just going to be like, I'm going, you know, like, mm. um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that how that develops. For sure. Yeah. I wouldn't give those up, but who knows? <sighs> all right. Next up, we have our shout-outs where we lift up great work happening all over the state. If you have any recommendations, please send them to at Iowa or at FM. So this week, um, so vaccinations in Iowa did start to tick up a little bit. So just really want to give a shout-out to everyone who is starting to get vaccinated, even if it took a little bit of a push. Uh, definitely it is a good time to get vaccinated with Delta ramping up. Yep. And I'm going to add in the, the companies and the groups that are now mandating that um, for their employees mm-hmm. and anyone who's trying to use creative ways to push this through uh, or to push us closer to um, uh, toward herd immunity um, through vaccination. Um, and it's just so important that, that everybody gets vaccinated. So whether it's whether you're an employer, uh, um, I know the federal government's requiring it of federal employees now. Unity Point mm-hmm. in Des Moines is, the, you know, has thousands and thousands of healthcare workers are going to be required to get vaccinated. So um, all of those folks trying to trying to do that in a in a in a new way uh, is definitely definitely get a shout out. What a week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Pollock Media Network and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are mixed and edited by Greg Allenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm, find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.